Hey guys, and welcome to Ask Alley, your place for life advice with a metaphysical twist. Ask Alley is the longest running spiritual podcast on iTunes. I've been helping people there since 2005. You can catch the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and here on YouTube. Today is Tuesday, November 21st, 2017, and I want to thank you for tuning in and giving me a listen to. If you'd like to get a reading, find out more about me, or support the podcast, I'll leave that information below in the show's notes. And don't forget, if you like this episode, please rate it. Well, sorry this is a day late. I have been sick. I don't know if you remember the podcast from last week. My voice was, was barely there. It got a lot worse over the next several days. Plus, uh, when the furnace gets turned on, my left eye, it the blood vessels always break. It's always the left, never the right. And I look like the Terminator eye on Thursday. So, so my voice would be back almost to full strength, and my eye would be back to more white than red, I waited until Tuesday. Plus, I took a field trip yesterday with my, my kids from the elementary school, and we all went ice skating. Which, Well, they went ice skating. I watched. I can't ice skate. Not anymore. I can't ice skate. I can't roller skate. It's pretty pathetic. But I apologize for yet another week being a day later than normal. For those of you in the U.S., uh, happy Thanksgiving. It'll be here in a couple of days. I hope that everyone has a safe and as stress-free as possible uh, turkey day. Plus, if you go shopping on Black Friday, take a deep breath because the energies are going to be pretty chaotic on Friday. Just all I can say is breathe. Breathe as you're driving and trying to get the presents for your loved ones. From Thursday, Turkey Day, until mm, Sunday night, my Out of Body Ecstasy book, my four Gypsy Magic books, and my uh, Gypsy Girl for the Soul book, um, Planning and, and, and Acting Upon Your Goals, all of those will be 99 cents Thursday and Friday. And $1.99 Saturday and Sunday. So if you want to hop over to Amazon on those four days and get the books at a discount, you're more than welcome. And also the one erotica short that I've written, it's kind of on the vanilla side, but it's the only one I've written so far, that'll be free from Thursday until Sunday, also on Amazon. So I wanted to let you guys know about that. At the start of the year, uh, 777 Institute is going to be rocking and a rolling. If you would like to be a teacher and teach a course on the 77 Institute and make some extra money, or if you'd like to be a student and gain some more knowledge, please go to 777institute.com and uh, let me know. Let me know that you're interested, and as soon as we're getting ready to rock and roll, I will send you an email so that you know what to do next. All right, so. Let's go for the card overview for this week, starting today, the 21st, until Sunday, whatever day that is, the 26th, I think. And I am using the my new deck again. I'm going to be with, with this deck for a while because I happen to really like it. The Sacred Traveler by Denise Lynn. And uh, let's go. Let's shuffle some cards and see what we got. You know, I just got over being sick, and now my son is sick. I had to go to school today and pick him up when I was done with my routes. And he looks about as horrible as I did. 
So I hope that he feels better soon. He gets sick every Thanksgiving. Every Thanksgiving since he was a baby. Sick. So hoping he'd grow out of it. No such luck. So let's pick a few cards. One, two, and three. He's up. So I talk to myself. Well, we've gotten at least one of these cards before. Interesting. Okay. So the first card we've got here is Wondrous Universe. Walk in beauty. And what Wondrous Universe is trying to tell everybody is that this week, pay attention to your surroundings. Pay attention to the beauty of the surroundings, even if you're stuck in a line in Best Buy trying to get yourself a present this Friday. Everything, how do I put this? We're so busy with our phones and our electronics and worrying about what's coming up and reminiscing about what already happened that we miss what's going on around us. We miss, you know, the trees that still have, you know, the leaves that are, are falling. We miss, you know, the raccoon running around. We miss the bus carrying people to work. We miss people who have the money to stand in Best Buy and buy a present. Now, we miss these things. We miss the beauty of these things. It's beauty to have money to be able to go in there and spend, right? It's beauty to watch people on the bus going to work or going home or maybe going shopping. There's beauty in everything, but you have to pay attention to what's around you, right? So that's the first card, Wondrous Universe. Pay attention to the magic and the wonder around you. And this is the card we've had before. It is begin now. Take your first step. Stop waiting. Whatever it is you want to get going on, stop waiting. I know we're all scared to take a step into the unknown because it's just that. It's unknown. But we will never get out of our self-created box if we don't take a step out into something we know nothing about. Last week, I talked about, um, you know, if you could do anything, what would it actually be? And I mentioned um, I would make a short film, which, believe it or not, terrifies me because I have no idea what the hell I'm doing. But if I don't begin now, at it, if I don't step out of that nice little box that I'm currently in, then what am I going to do it? It's always going to be, I wish. And my box, instead of expanding because I've taken a step, the walls will just keep getting higher and higher because I'm not doing anything to get out of the box. See what I mean? It, never in a gazillion years did I think I could drive a school bus. Never, ever, ever, ever. Would that have been in the realm of possibility? Not only being able to drive the school bus, but putting up with 53 elementary students and middle school kids on my bus. Never, never in a gazillion years. Especially those of you who have known me a while, you know this. But I took that huge leap out of my comfort zone, and here I am. Okay? When I talked about what would you do 
what would you actually do if, if money wasn't an issue? And I picked short film. I wanted you guys to pick something, anything. What would you do if you could actually have a chance to do it? And I want you, if you haven't picked it yet, I want you to pick it because we're going to start planning and plotting and moving forward with it starting in the next week or two, myself included. So I'm going to be putting myself out there with this short film. And as I go along with it, my trials and tribulations, my goals and what I can get done each week, what I don't get done. And you're going to be doing the same for your stuff. And we're going to be able to do something if money wasn't an object. Takes money to make a film. Well, I'm taking money out of the picture and I'm going to do it anyways. Right? So pick something from last week. That's all I'm saying with. And since this Begin Now card came up, it's really screaming, yeah, you guys need to pick something. All right? And then the last card here, which is just such a nice card, it is Embracing Enthusiasm. It's got a gorgeous girl. She reminds me of a, of a hippie. And in her hand are butterflies. And it says, shout to the heavens with happiness. And it's embracing enthusiasm in whatever you're doing. You know, not everything in life I know is, is happy pappy and you can put a big smile on your face and jump for joy. You know, doing the garbage, cleaning your house, especially the toilets. Um, maybe going to work in a job you don't actually like all that much. I know it's difficult to have enthusiasm. But if you pick the one thing you want to do, okay, if you're paying attention to the wondrous universe, everything that's around you, you pick the one thing you want to do, and we're going to begin it now, those two things help you to embrace enthusiasm, even if you're not currently living the life you wish to be living. If you're in a job you don't like, if you're in a marriage you don't like, if you're single and don't like it, there are still ways to embrace the enthusiasm, and that's what you have to do this week. Especially those, again, in the United States, who are getting together on Thanksgiving, uh, the now forgotten holiday, since, you know, all the Christmas stuff came out right after Halloween left, the forgotten holiday of Thanksgiving, uh, to get together with family and friends and hopefully have a decent meal with um, nonviolent communication, right? So, again, to reiterate, Wondrous Universe, Walk in Beauty, Begin now, take your first step, and embracing enthusiasm, shout to the heavens with happiness. That is the overview for this week. Again, this is a generalized overview. It may not pertain to everybody who's listening. If you'd like something more in tune with just you only, I have readings. They start $25. Just go to outofbodyxc.com and click work with me. Now, next up, I want to do, um, if I scroll down here, the, oh, the topic's next. For some reason, I thought Shine the Light was next. It's not. Okay, the topic this week is surviving the tense holiday season. <clears throat> because inevitably, we have to deal with family members we don't really care for. We have to deal with coworkers and holiday parties at work. We have to deal with the crazy people driving and trying to get their shopping done and roadways extra busy. It's tense. I know this. <laughs> I know all of the above, including nowadays the tense holiday party. So how do we survive 
when the energy wants us to get balled up in a little ball and uh, you know go to our go to our room and stay there, preferably with a bottle of something to drink. <sighs> breathing. You have to pay attention to your breathing. When we get upset, when we get tensed, tense, we take short, shallow breaths. That's not going to do us any good. It's going to make us more and more stressed. So pay attention. Be conscious of how you're breathing. And remember, take in the deep breaths. Stop yourself in the shallow. Take in a few deep breaths. I usually do about three or four. In through the nose, out through the mouth, three or four times, and you will lessen the tension in your body and in your energy. Okay? If you have any lavender oil, which you don't, if you do not have lavender essential oil, it really should be on your Christmas list, your holiday list, or whatever you would like to call it, to have at home because lavender is fantastic for soothing the nerves, helping to repair energy, helping to center yourself. And with lavender oil, you can uh, put a few drops on your wrists, you can put some on your temples, uh, on in between your breasts, put a few dots of essential oil there. You can also mix it with some spring water, distilled water, in a little spritzer. You can spritz your body. You can spritz the room. You can spritz the room before anyone shows up for Thanksgiving if you're having it at your house. Um, you can spritz your car before you go out shopping. That will help to diffuse the tense energy around you and within you. Also, if you have an amethyst stone, if you don't, again, that should be in your emergency kit along with your lavender oil. Amethyst can diffuse just about every situation. It can smooth out the rough pointy, rough pointy ends of our energy. That's what I'm trying to say. When we get into tense situations, when we're around people who cause us to be tense uh, in situations, our energy gets spiky. It's kind of like we're a porcupine all of a sudden. Our energy just points out. And when we're like that, it makes anybody who comes in contact with us uh, just a little spiky as well. And it just keeps going on and on and on and on. So the amethyst will help to smooth out the spike. All right. It helps smooth out the spike and it helps to um, release the calm within you. Instead of, you know, when you're tense, the calm gets, how do I put it, the calm gets all wrapped up like a tiny little ball in the middle of your chest. So the amethyst helps to release the calm. It opens your energy up. It helps bring the calm out. It opens up your heart chakra, right? So everything is like, ah, <laughs> you know, it. you have to take deep breaths, lavender oil, amethyst, and what else can you possibly use? Uh, lavender flower essences also work. You can also put them in a bottle um, of distilled or spring water and spray. You can also drink, obviously, the lavender flower essences. You can um, have lavender tea. Bottle brush. Bottle brush and eggplant flower essences from Green Hope Farm, which I which will probably be too late to get it for this for Turkey Day, but 
both of those, when you're in the tense situations, it helps to pop out the pockets of negative energy that, that your, your energy body has sucked in. Okay? When you're at the, the dinner table, say you're at the dinner table and there is a heated conversation going on. You can feel your energy just... <laughs> I know me. I get... When we're having a heated conversation, I want to stand up and I want to strangle everybody. Not I wouldn't actually, but you know what I mean. It's just like, I feel like I'm going to explode all over the dining room table, which of course wouldn't be attractive at all. When I can feel my temper rising up above my head <laughs> and shooting up into the universe, what I do is I take myself out of the conversation. I take myself out of the conversation and I put my thoughts and therefore my focus into a something that chills me out, which for me is always the ocean. And if for some reason I came to a place for the ocean, then a forest will do. But one of those two things. And as a bus driver, I guess I've learned this even more. I can block out what people are saying automatically. You have to block out the chaos around you and focus in on whatever it is that chills you up, what calms you down, what diffuses your anger. It might be a, a place. It might be a person. Um, it might be, could even be your employment, or it could be something that hasn't even happened. It could be, oh, I don't know, winning an Oscar for the Black Triangle. I can also dream that pretty easily put my focus there and it helps to chill me out and it ramps up my my good feelings so that I can block out the chaos that's going in around me so I don't explode and wipe everybody out with my energy and because when I explode and those quills come out those energy quills they go firing off and the entire area is a lost cause for quite some time so I have to be very very careful with my energy and if I, you know, explode. So I do that quite a bit. Music. All of us, not all of us, but most of us have smartphones now. Most of us have maybe Amazon Music or iTunes on our phones. Make sure you have some music programmed on there and preferably downloaded onto your phone that can calm you. A set of headphones would be awesome. Earbuds. Put the, put Put the music on. That helps calm you down. That's what helps my son. When things are going chaos around him and he absorbs energy very easily, that's what he does. He puts the music on automatically and it gets his focus off of what's going on currently into whatever realm he wants to put himself in to protect himself from a tense, tense situation. Sarah, Sarah. I have a cat who, because I'm sitting here talking, she usually sits on her perch over there. That's all she ever does or sits next to me. She's exploring because I think everybody else is asleep. This can't be good. Ah, oh, Sarah. She just went in my cupboard. I'll have to get her out of there in a minute. All right. So that's how you survive the tense holiday season. Seriously, amethyst, lavender, bottle brush, 
eggplant, breathing, music, allow yourself to drift off into another, into a situation, a person, place, or thing that, you know, brings out the calm, excites you, makes you happy, and takes you out of this, the tense situation. Being in a tense environment and engaging in the tense environment, if you're not doing the lavender or amethyst or, or one of those, it's going to only amplify the tenseness within your energy, which is going to cause you to feel more crappy, which is going to make you more tense, and your energy coils shoot out more. It's, it's a vicious cycle. So do what you can to survive the tense holiday season. All right? Okay, moving on. Now we go to Shine the Light, which is where I talk about um, a book or something that I am reading or have read. And today I want to talk about, probably can't see it because of the oh, 20% battery, Playing the Matrix by Mike Dooley. I just started this book. So I haven't read the whole book yet, but I've read um, quite a bit of it. And with Playing the Matrix, Mike Dooley had a course, um, an in-person seminar that he would do about the Matrix. And he says that, oops, he says that um, Sarah, she's stuck in the cabinet. No comment. He says that um, totally went out of my head. So I don't know what he said now. <laughs> but he's turned his his um, lecture, his workshop, into a book. And he turned that book also into a course, which is on Hay House. I think the course is going for free if you buy the book soon and input his information on um, his uh his website. I'm not sure if it's the promotion still going on, but I do have the course for free because I got the book. If you don't get the book in time for the course, I think the course is like $195 or something like that for the leveraging or not leveraging the, um, the matrix. Now, what he also does say in this book says that readers will not only only learn about the Bermuda Triangle of manifesting that too often leads to heartbreak and loss, because we should know what not to do. They'll also learn how to navigate around it under full sail with their own aha moments. I love aha moments. That will teach them how to achieve clarity and purpose and desire and thereby avoid con contradictions and self-sabotage. How to fuel their dreams with passion while not attracting but not attaching to unimportant details and outcomes. <clears throat> and three, how to plan and take action on their dreams without messing with the cursed hows. And I think this book goes along with like the, the short film I want to do, whatever you pick, coming up for the new year. This book fits in great. I like how Mike Dooley writes because he's straight to the point, really. It, that, that's how I take him when I read. I don't find a lot of fluff. He just boom, boom, boom. And that's why his books aren't too terribly long. They're doable. Um, maybe in a week, if you read a chapter or two a night or in a day or weekend, if you're a big reader like I am. But I like it so far. 
I'm getting some some practical tips about um, desire and taking action. In fact, the the one part I passed uh, right after I got the book, so it's at the beginning, is about desire and action. And it's like you're sitting here, okay? I, I'm thirsty. I desire water. So I reach out, get my cup. I drink the water. I had a desire, right? I was thirsty. I wanted water. My desire was water. Reached over. I took action. I got the cup, drank the water. Boom. So that desire and that action follows through with whatever you want. If you desire something, regardless of what it is, you must take action in order to achieve it. And we have desires and actions every single day even though we don't or we're not consciously aware of it like i desire to go back to work well maybe not really but i desire to get a paycheck so soon here i will go into my car and go to work and drive the bus and get all the kids home safely my desire is a paycheck my action is physically getting in the car going to work driving the bus getting all the kids home that's my action I don't think about it. I just go do it. When you've got to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, your desire to relieve your bladder, your action, you get up, you go to the bathroom, right? Desire action. So if it's so automatic with the desire and action this way, getting something to drink, going to the bathroom, going to work, you know, feeding the animals, talking to the kid, if all of that is so automatic, why can't it be automatic to have a desire to make a short film, for instance, and then just go make it? It's the same thing. Of course, there's a few more steps between making a short film and getting a drink of water. But it's desire and action. So that's what I've learned so far in the what I learned early on in the book. Grab the book. Uh, you will enjoy it. I can guarantee it. Um, the link I have is an affiliate link. I will earn a dime or so if you click on this link or copy and paste this link and it takes you to Amazon. If you do not wish for me to earn a dime, then go to one of your places and put in the title and bingo bamboo. You will go to the book and I will not earn a dime and everything will be okay with the world. All right? Okay. So here we are at the end. Thank goodness because I do have to go get in my car and drive back to the school bus very, very soon. I want to thank you for joining me here at Ask Alley. If you like this episode, please rate it and tell your friends. The more people who listen, the more people that can help have their aha moments. Join me on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, and you can find this at theaskalleypodcast.com. You guys have yourself a fabulous week, and hopefully I will catch you next Monday instead of Tuesday. Take care, guys. Bye-bye.